guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. And I'm bringing you uh, day one of the Darwin Festival. You know, I'm talking about uh, the opener last night, um, which was the Shropshire Young Thinkers Awards. Um, this is really odd for me. I usually um, base my podcasts on uh, a conversation between two people or more, you know. So me sat here talking to a microphone by myself is very much out of my comfort zone. So I apologize if I sound a bit, you know, a bit stale, but that's uh, that's just how it is. <laughs> I'll try and be as entertaining as I can. But um, yeah, so last night I went to the the, the award ceremony, which was at the Guildhall uh, University Centre um, in Shrewsbury. The Young Thinkers Award is an award that was put together by Morris and Co, who are one of Shrewsbury's oldest companies and um, they encourage innovation uh, and especially in young people you know grab while they're young that's what they say isn't it if you can get someone um, young and aspiring to create and uh, to make something and uh, you know be an independent thinker um, it's a really great thing and you know what I'm like about creativity it's one of my things and uh, I couldn't be ha- oh my god I so happy to be there last night to see um, all the all of these uh, bright people. So the Young Thinkers Awards, what they do is they give these kids a mission, and their mission was to write a letter to Darwin and to invite him on a trip anywhere at any time. And uh, this is what they did, and they had a, I think it was a couple hundred um, entrants into this competition, and they whittled it down to just a few. Um, and the age ranges of these children are between 7 and 16. Okay, when I was 7, I was not thinking about Charles Darwin. I can pretty much guarantee you that. I was thinking about other things, uh, probably wondering why I have as many toes as I have, which I suppose, you know, is Darwinism, my own little way. But the, well, I'm, the point I'm trying to make is I'm super impressed by these, these kids. I was a bit nervous about going to, to the show, I've got to say, because um, I didn't know anybody I was going with. Uh, I'd been parenting all day. I mean, all day. I'd have my little boy. Um, I'm, my hair is crazy at the moment. I'm growing my hair for charity, right? I'm growing my hair for charity for a year, and it's all over the place. I swear to God, it's like a lion's mane. I've just walked back from town now, and the wind has blown it all over the place. So yesterday, I kind of turned up in a, in a, in a baseball cap, um, and my shirt and I felt really underdressed but everybody there was really nice and I uh, thank you to Katie Morris as well I emailed uh, um, Alex who you heard on the show last week about um, you know are you going what are you wearing the kind of things uh, and Katie was great she was uh, it's really informal come down and uh, you know get to meet everyone and I did and it was good uh, so thank you um, and thank you to Morrison Co as well for putting this this great competition together because you got to challenge these young people. And, uh, you know, it's only when you challenge them you start seeing these amazing, uh, their amazing abilities. And uh, that's what I did last night. Um, the event was hosted by Paul Kirk, Kirk Bright, who I've spoken to a few times. I'm going to speak to him at the end of the Darwin Festival. He's away at the moment. Uh, well done to you, by the way, Paul, for the way you hosted that show. You're very fearless in the way you, you present yourself and the show and uh yeah I'm, I'm in awe of your ability so well done that was really good i mean i've got it all on uh on the mic um and i was i just listened back to it now and i was laughing all the way through it because because uh, you got skills there were so many funny occasions uh, that would happen during the show like 
the projector uh, behind the kids come up with the, the kids' names and their ages, and the ages that were on the on the on the projector were almost always wrong. Um, so so Paul dealt with that brilliantly. Um, he also got the the parents involved. He'd always make them give a good whoop when their when their kids uh, came up, and uh, I think he controlled the situation brilliantly. So uh, a lot of credit goes to you, Paul. Well done. Okay, so the the age ranges of these kids are, like I said, between 7 and 16, but it was split up into um, three age groups. So it was between the ages of 7 and 10, 11 and 13, and 13 and 16. And each each group of kids uh, in their own little individual competitions um, to win prizes, Uh, as you can imagine, you know, um, putting a 16-year-old against a 7-year-old, yeah, vocabulary is a lot different at 16 than it is at seven but nonetheless these uh the youngsters uh, actually really impressed me i mean i had no idea what i was getting myself in for i didn't know what these kids were going to be talking about i didn't know whether i was going to be having conversations about Fortnite or spongebob or whatever's on tv i didn't know i had no idea and i gotta tell you i mean once you i'll, I'll get i'll get to it later on in the show and I'll, I'll explain to you the the complexity of of these kids, you know, it really did. I was absolutely wrong. So wrong. Couldn't be any more wrong. So what I'll do is I'll take you through the evening, how it all went. Um, first of all, we got introduced to the to the judges. First of all, there was Jake Jones. Jake Jones is a professional storyteller. You may have heard me talk about him. Uh, well, uh, when I was speaking to Mitt, the guys from Myth Stories, um, they mentioned Jake. He's a champion storyteller. Uh, a great guy to have on the judges table. Uh, next was... Um, Joanna Morris uh, from Morris and Co. Of course, they they are they created the competition. It's uh, it's only right that they have somebody there uh, who's a judge. And third of all, there was um, Anna Sutton, who is the provost from um, Chester University. Um, so what they were going to do is they were go- the kids would uh, go up, read their letter, and the judges would go away and li- you know, judge who they think would be the winners. And um, this is what they did. But to start off the evening, they had um, Charles Darwin appear uh, to give everybody a, a speech. And it obviously isn't the, the real Charles Darwin. <laughs> He's dead. Uh, but they had an actor. Uh, He's a really good guy as well. I had a good chat with him afterwards. Um, and he gave a speech. Um, it was really good. It was a, a good rallying speech um, about how they should never, ever, ever let anybody ever pop their dreams that's a great i love that i really that that's one of the the things i picked out of the evening don't let anyone pop your dreams how brilliant is that um and then he sat in the corner and he listened to everybody's letters um that they'd addressed to him um which is quite sweet i'm in an awkward position on this podcast because i don't want to read out these children's names because uh, i haven't asked for permission and i want to protect the youngsters obviously so i'm going to read out their first names but not their surnames that makes sense, and uh, I just want to give these guys some credit, you know. I don't want to do a, a reader A, reader B, reader C scenario. So the first names, and then uh, I'll read out little, just just the keynotes I took from their story. Um, the first up was uh, was Colette, and she's seven seven years old, and she got up and she was the first to go uh, in a room full of people. Um, I mean, mainly parents of the the, the children that are, that were reading, but there was also the the local MP. Um, the mayor, uh, lots of lots of people, uh, and a weird guy in a baseball cap sat at the back uh, <laughs> on the microphone. Um, but yes, uh, she did brilliantly to go first. 
and and she she invited Darwin uh, to the, the the seaside, um, and to 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 look for Galapagos turtles and uh, look for creatures and things, which I thought was really really sweet. Uh, I could just imagine Darwin in his uh, in his Victorian swimwear, uh, his big long John style uh, swimming swimming shorts. Uh, that'd be quite funny. I wonder if he'd tie his beard up, you know, to to get the sea to keep the sea water out. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the next one was Genevieve, and she's age nine, and she invited Darwin to a day at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. This are oh, oh, this story's great. I love it. I can just imagine um, Charles Darwin on the uh, the Pepsi Max uh, roller coaster, arms in the air, his beard flowing everywhere. He's, do, he's going on the roller coasters. I uh, really enjoyed that. Um, but I think the idea is to show him what kind of fun we can have nowadays, you know. Um, next was Grace. She's age eight. And she um, invited Darwin to the Long Mind um, to go around Carding Mill Valley to, to find what creatures they can find and look at the waterfalls and things. It was really sweet. I really enjoyed it. Um, then there was Isabella, nine years old. and she, oh, she, Her story was amazing. She wanted to take Darwin to the Himalayas. She wanted to go to Everest and she wanted to... And she thought uh, it'd be a bad idea to walk there because they might die. She actually said that. It was really sweet. Uh, and then she said, she came up with the idea of going to Everest on a rocket. That's uh, perfect, right? <laughs> really made me laugh. Um, next was Jet. And she came up with a brilliant, brilliant idea. Made me think of Jurassic Park, actually. She wanted to, <laughs> she wanted to create an island, um, like a sanctuary for all the extinct animals, the dodo and... Uh, you know, the other different animals that have gone extinct, the white rhino, I suppose. And um, she created like uh, different areas for the animals to live in. And she wanted to invite Darwin to have a look at these animals and to and to see what, what us humans are capable of and to try and find ways to for us to stop being as barbaric as we are and to stop making animals extinct. Uh, learn some lessons, hopefully. Uh, brilliant letter. I really enjoyed that. Katie... Oh, this is a really sweet story. She came up with an idea for Arthur's Cloud. Arthur was her brother that sadly passed away when he was two years old. And uh, she had the idea of uh, bouncing from cloud to cloud of, of people. Um, when they pass away, they create their own cloud and their own little worlds and to, to visit other people's clouds and to see what people are thinking and doing uh, up there, which I thought was really sweet. Um, well done, Katie. Uh, Megan... She wanted to take Darwin through a, a journey through time uh, to go back to 3.9 million years ago uh, to see what life was like back then and to check out the, the creatures and how things have evolved from then to now um, to the Victorian area to look at the uh, Industrial Revolution and to see how things changed from there. Um, then to uh, World War One and the, the perils and the 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 tragedy of, of what can happen uh, with us human beings. Then to the moon landing. She wanted to Darwin to witness the moon landing because uh, obviously it's a great feat for human beings. Um, and then to, to 2018 um, to see what we've done to the planet. You know, check out the, the seas that are full of plastic um, and the greenhouse gases that we've pumped into the into the atmosphere and just look at what damage we've done. So I guess to to pinpoint our flaws and also the things that we can achieve, you know. Um, and let's let's see if we can learn something and um, and make things better. 
Next was Olivia, uh, who's 11, and she wrote... Um, she wanted to invite Darwin to to, do, to a science lab to take part in modern day um, science, which was which is great because you know back then they were just discovering what's what, and uh, it would be great to show Darwin uh, what's become of his of his of his discoveries. You know, um, I bet he would love to um, partake in a lot of uh, science, modern day science nowadays. It would fascinate him, right? And maybe he could teach, he could learn from them and then he could teach them, you know? He's got one of those minds, I imagine, that would uh, take something, run it through that amazing mind of his and come up with something new, I don't know. Um, Next was Tristan, he's age nine. And he wanted to, um, he had a bet with his dad, which has made made everyone laugh. is that they wanted to know they had a bet on how they reckon children will evolve um his dad was saying that they'd have uh, big thumbs because they play on the the xbox uh too much uh short legs because they don't walk anywhere and and tristan had an idea that um kids would become almost cy- almost cyborgs with rockets in their legs and things and he wanted to invite darwin to to settle the wager and to into the future and to see how humans had evolved and to see who won the bet. I thought that was quite sweet. Next was Aiden, uh, age 14. Um, and he wanted to take Darwin on the exploration of the greatest minds throughout time to collect data and to publish an up-to-date version of his origin of species. How cool is that? So let's just take a bit out of this guy's head and a bit out of this guy's mind and let's see what this guy's found out, put it all together, mix it into a bowl and then create something special. Bit similar to what uh, Olivia uh, had in mind. Um, oh, it's brilliant. I mean, these guys are so young. Olivia's eleven, <laughs> eleven, and oh my god, they're talking about things that I couldn't even spell in my notebook. Um, the next one was um, Alexis. Um, Alexis was brave and talked about Poland and wanted to take uh, Darwin to adopt Poland to discover the the atrocities that Poland has suffered. Um, to talk about. Um, um, hunting bison and you know it was really cool because it explores the the both the tragedies that that poland has suffered and all but also the strength of the people and of their country and um if you listen to episode one of the shrewsbury biscuits you will uh realize that we've spoken about that before i'm uh, a big fan of it <laughs> i say it was really good uh next one was keris um and she wanted to take darwin to new york modern day new york to look at the wonders of the big city um, to see how people have evolved and with technology, you know, the yellow cabs, the hustle and bustle and the, the amazements of New York, just to see what Darren's reaction would be. Uh, fantastic idea. Next was Charlotte, uh, age 14. Ah, she had a cunning plan. She wanted to uh, advance uh, technology by at least 16 decades. And what she wanted to do was to invite Darwin to our time, um, give him some technology from our time and send him back uh to his era with lots of sanitary products i must add um to look after himself so that he could learn about today's technology back when he was from a bit like bill and ted i guess <laughs> give him some technology from our days uh send it back to his days uh, he could study them and then recreate them and by now by the time we get back to our era technology would be far advanced right you know, uh, she was uh, explaining uh, the amazements of the of the MacBook and being able to look at all this information on the World Wide Web and uh, the things you can do with uh, with technology, smartphones, whatever. Um, that's a great idea. 
Great idea. I often thought about that myself a few times. Let's send back a, you know, a TV and and um, uh, smartphones and laptops and things back to, you know, back to the past. Next was uh, Francia, and um, she wanted to invite um, Darwin to the. I hope I pronounced this right. The Marianas Trench, which is the deepest part of the ocean, um, in a submarine. And she explains what a submarine is, because obviously you wouldn't know what a submarine was and how they can go underneath the water. Uh, to look at the, the strange evolved fish and animals that live under there, especially in the, some of the most toxic waters um, and, you know, crushing depths of the ocean. Um, because we've all seen those pictures of the amazing fish, they've got glowing, glowing tentacles and uh, big teeth and they all look very odd and... It's like almost like being on an alien planet, I guess, and uh, that's 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 Fran- Francia's um, idea. But she did this weird spin on it that made it sound like uh, like a game show. It was uh, really cool. She was like, "I want to take you on the journey of a lifetime." It was so good the way she did it. Uh, so well done, Francia. Next was George. Um, George wanted to, to. George was eleven, and he wanted to take Darwin to the present day Japan to see um, modern day culture, you know, how, how the Japanese live, how they are, and also the technology. You know, can you imagine Darwin's face seeing the massive swells of people um, walking around, um, glued to their phones? I mean, you've seen the subways and things in, in Japan where they have like um, boards where you can scan codes and do your shopping on your way through the tube station. You talk about the maglif um, trains, the bullet trains, um, and the av- advancements in technology there, it would be just like a, a futuristic wonderland for Darwin, I imagine. Next up was Katie. Uh, she's age 11, and she wanted to um, take Darwin to see the plastic island in the Pacific coast, uh, off the Pacific coast. Um, it's this, it's a huge bundle of plastic that's uh, swimming in the ocean at the moment, um, and uh, it's about it's about three times the size of France. It's a huge problem. People are scratching their heads. They don't know how to deal with it. She wanted to show Darwin what we've done to the planet, you know, and uh, see if he had no, a way of, of solving it and putting things in place so we don't do it again. Now, this uh, really inspired me because there is a young lad uh, from the age of 16. I think he's about 19 now. His name's Boyan Slat, and he's developed a device. He, I think he, he managed to raise, like, bill- millions and millions of dollars to create um, a device huge huge uh device in the ocean that's apparently going to clear up all the uh the plastic in the ocean and he did this at such a young age so if katie is thinking about this at 11 imagine what she could be thinking about at 16 inspiration and uh, rightly so so well done katie um next was uh luca and uh this uh story made me laugh it was so fantastic it was a story about a battle in istanbul in 2005 one 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 bunch of warriors versus the other team of warriors and they were making this it made it sound like a, some sort of, almost like a, a gladiatorial battle and it's basically invited darwin to come and watch the 2005 champions league final between liverpool and ac milan it made me laugh so much i watched that game i remember it uh, i think darwin would probably enjoy it yeah that sounds really cool uh, next was susanna uh, she was 13 and she wanted to in, um, invite... I'm not going to try and uh, mention the, the name of the Amazonian tribe that she mentioned because I, I'm not that smart. 
this girl is 13 and she's outsmarted me i couldn't i couldn't fit for my life spell what she'd written but she wanted to <laughs> invite um darwin to, to take a look at these amazonian tribes and see and show them that show them that they can survive in the jungle without technology uh without ruining their their way of life um just to show that it's possible yeah i, I got the uh, i got the meaning behind the letter and it was really clever um, because we are ruining the planet and there are ways of living. It's just that we'd rather live in nice houses with drink, driving fast cars with nice computers rather than living in, you know, in very simple circumstances. Um, next was Dr. McKenna Wood. Uh, absolutely blew my mind. Um, this girl is uh, is definitely the future. Uh, she was she was the first person to question Darwin. Uh, basically, basically told him to work harder. You know, and um, not question his discrepancies and his his problems to just push through him, a big being a bit more confident. Um, and he should have written a second book. Uh, <laughs> and that's what this was. It was a it was a kick up the backside to to write Origin of Species 2.0. And I really enjoyed her speech. I didn't follow it. She's very clever, very 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 intelligent. So she wanted to invite Darwin on a philosophical journey to prove that he needs to pull his socks up. Uh, great, great spin on it. Um, next was Oscar, and he wanted to um, he wanted to invite Darwin to take a look at uh, GM foods and what's going on with that, and uh, what advancements can be made, and whether it's good, whether it's bad. Like to take his, his spin on his spin on things. He wanted to kick back and have a cup of tea with Darwin and watch uh, Planet Earth too. Which I encourage anyone to do, by the way. It's a brilliant show. Um, and he wanted to offer Darwin the use of a modern-day microscope uh, because, of course, they didn't have them as advanced as they got them back now uh, to look at cells and to see how things move, um, which I thought was really sweet. Last was uh, Zoe. Uh, she's 15. She wanted to invite Darwin into the past 4.6 billion years into space and to to watch earth be created uh hopefully with uh you know with the correct protective gear i guess because there'll be lots of explosions and radiation um but yeah to watch the earth be recreated would be an absolutely spectacular show right um who wouldn't want to see that and i bet darwin will be able to develop some ideas from that uh the best light show that you're ever gonna see so that was a great letter zoe and that was that was the end of all the stories that was everything that was wrapped up um okay so my message to everyone that supplied a story for the competition last night um congratulations you know you've got brilliant minds there wasn't one letter there one invitation for darwin uh that didn't make me think that didn't make me smile or you know, use my imagination. And I think you guys are great and you're going to do great things in the world. You guys are the future. And this competition has enlightened, not just me, a lot of people to, to your abilities and and your potential. And um, I think you should be proud. I think your parents should be proud. And uh, I, I wish you all the best. Um, but of course, there has to be a winner and the, the judges listened to all these stories and they went away and um, we... Uh, they they had a good think about um, the stories that the, the letters that they'd listened to the essays, and then they came out and uh, they announced the winners. But whilst they were doing their deliberating, we had a story from Jake Jones, the the storyteller, 
Um, and he, he he had a real fun with it with the crowd. He got Darwin involved too. Um, he was making uh, the crowd making uh, make um, the yeti make mating noise. Everybody was in like a, a yeti. And yes, I do have that on microphone. And yes, I probably I'm going to use it at some point to to highlight the Darwin Festival. So be warned. So afterwards, the 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 judges came out. Uh, they decided who their winners were going to be. Everybody got a little prize, um, but the, the the winner for the age seven to ten was Tristan's story, and it was his uh, his bet that he had with his dad about um, how how kids are going to evolve <laughs> in the future. Um, I really like that story too, so I'm glad that won. Um, for the eleven to thirteen year olds, and that was Charlotte's ingenious idea to take the technology, our technology, back to Darwin. And to hopefully uh, get him to work on it and uh, push technological advances ahead by uh, 16 decades, which is a great idea. Uh, and the winner of the 13 to 16 year olds um, was Dr. McKenna, being really brave and actually uh, questioning Darwin, because that's what science is about. It's about it's about questioning people and, and trying to uh, get people to improve their ideas by getting them to pull their socks up. I thought that was really brave and deserved recognition. So so well done, um, uh, Dr. McKenna. And that was it. It rounded off a great evening. Uh, the winners got a, a chance to have a photo with, with Darwin. I got a photo with Darwin too, you may have seen. And um, yeah, everybody was really happy. It was a really good evening. I, I wanted to thank... Um, to Katie Morris, uh, Morrison Co., you know, for putting on this competition. Um, it's it's a great way to inspire young people to think. And it's also a really good way to to start the Darwin Festival. Um, make sure you guys check out what's going on with the Darwin Festival. There's lots and lots going on. Just today, I've recorded this the day after the uh, the Young Thinkers, and I've just got back from the, the climate change science deniers uh lecture um <clears throat> and it was really really good uh that was with uh, professor jeff uh Levermore, and I, I really enjoyed it uh there's all all those lectures like this happening all throughout the town uh you can check out the uh what's going on on original shrewsbury.co.uk get on there check out what events are happening around you a lot of these are free the lecture i just went to was free the award ceremony last night was free you know if you if you got if you want to get out and just do something make sure you check it out um and that's what this this festival is designed to do it's designed to inspire and a lot of very bright young people inspired me last night as as well as a, a pretty much everybody that was in the room um so thank you to everybody that took part in that and uh yeah well, expect this um <clears throat> expect lots of shows little shows like this to pop up throughout the week you're going to be fed up with my voice by the end of it uh but I, i'm enjoying all of this material to talk about i'm enjoying all this work so uh, uh so i'm in my element okay if you got anything any comments to to throw at me um make sure you Follow us on social media. Uh, give us a shout. Uh, Facebook, we are at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. There's a Facebook group there. Uh, we're on Instagram, at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. You see, I, I do use Instagram quite a lot. And on Twitter, we are at the Shrewsbury B1 still. I need to change that. Um, 
You can also drop me an email, which is uh, shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com. Hope you've enjoyed this. Um, I just wanted to give you a, a very short summary on what happened last night. Uh, if you're if your child took part in last night, or if you are a child that took part in last night, you should be very proud, um, as the town are. You know, these are people from Shrewsbury, and they're very bright, and uh, they've got a bright future. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed listening. Peace out for now.